Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. We're, we're going to be beginning a new series today, a new series today that is titled Getting the Right Perspective, Getting the Right Perspective. You know, we just completed transformation and in that we understood that we're being transformed for our what? Our purpose. We're being transformed for our purpose. Well, as we go through that process, it's important that we get the right perspective, the right perspective. I want you to turn in your Bible with me to the book of Numbers. We're going to be in the Old Testament today. The book of Numbers, chapter 13, and we're going to begin at verse 25. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 25 and here the word of God reads it says and they returned from searching of the land uh, for after 40 days and they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and Jebusites and Amorites dwell in the, in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell in the sea, in, by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, and they for they are stronger than we. And, and, and they bought or brought up the evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, search it, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature and there we saw the giants the sons of anak which can't which come of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight we want to speak today from the subject how do you see you how do you see you listen the spies returned after fulfilling their assignment given to go out and spy the land or evaluate the land they had to evaluate the entirety of the land from the most southern point into the mountains they had to observe the people and assess them were they strong or weak few or many they had to look at the condition of the land. Was it good or bad? How about the cities? Were they in tents or strongholds? 
is, is the soil fertile or poor? And or are there many trees that are there? Finally, Moses wanted them to bring back samples of the crops. Now, I want you to notice something. Moses asked very specific questions. He asked very specific questions. And it's important for you to know that for all of my leaders out there. And you know, I've told you, if you're looking at me right now, if you can hear the sound of my voice, you're a leader. You're a leader in some area. So this is important for you to note. He wanted to ask or he asked specific questions. Now, oftentimes the questions are more vital than the answers. Let me say that again. Oftentimes the questions are more vital than the answers. You must ask the right questions. You must ask the right questions. For example, if you're about to go out and you call a friend or you ask someone, you say, how's the weather outside? And they'll say, it's beautiful. It's beautiful outside. So you throw on your shorts and your t-shirt, you put your sunglasses on, you jump in your car, you pull out of the garage and you drive off to your favorite park. And then you step out the car and now all of a sudden winds whip right through you and they cuts you like a knife. And you're sitting there saying, oh my God, it's freezing out here. Why in the world am I sitting here? Well, it's because you did not ask the right questions. If you would have said, well, how is it outside? How does it look? Well, it's beautiful. It's beautiful and sunny. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Is it warm? Is it balmy? Or is it cool? Oh, my goodness. Listen, it's cutting like a knife out here. The wind is blowing. And then you can say, ah, oh, now I understand. So I'm going to put on my jeans. I wear my T-shirt, but I'm put a jacket on. I'm still going to put my sunglasses on. Why? Because it's still sunny. So now you can prepare appropriately because you have the right information. Why do you have the right information? Because you ask the right questions. You ask the right questions. So it's very important to ask the right questions. Moses asked the right questions. And then the spies returned and, the, and they gave a report of what they found beginning in the first couple of verses. But I want you to look at verse 27 with me. Here it says, and they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. So here it is. They stated that the land was flowing with milk and honey. Why is that important? Because that wasn't the first time they heard that. It was the first time they heard that. In fact, what they were doing was they confirmed what God declared that they would find. They confirmed what God declared that they would find. Here, God had already told them, I've, I've preserved a land for you, one that is flowing with milk and honey. So when they went in, they should have been able to say, we found this lamb, it's flowing with milk and honey, just as God said it. But that's not what they said. But they did declare it, they did confirm it rather, that it was flowing with milk and honey. Now I have a question for you. What has God promised you? What has God promised you? That's important to know. It's important to understand because there's a promise that he's given you. Here we know that he gave them a promise. So when they saw this, it should have clicked something in their mind, brought back to their remembrance what they've been hearing for generations was the promise unto them. 
But so here you got to remember what is the promise that he's given you? What's the promise? What's the promise that he's given you? You need to stand on that promise. Let me say that again. You need to stand on that promise, whatever it is. He's promised you your business, stand on it. He's promised you your family, your spouse, you stand on it. He's promised you that you're going to finish your degree, that you're going to finish your diploma. You stand on it. You stand on it. It doesn't mean that there's not a man part, but you know you can stand on the God part. You can stand on the God part and know that he's going to do it. It is a promise unto you. I need somebody to type in chat, it's my promise. It's my promise. Whatever that promise is, you stand on it. Don't worry about how the season looks right now. Don't worry about what things are going on around you. Stand on that promise. Stand on that promise. And then it also said that they brought back fruit from the land, samples of fruit from the land. They brought back grapes as a sample. They brought back grapes as a sample. Now, it's important to note that, you know, I, I think about the sample and, and you know how pre-COVID you used to go to the store and you would see different samples that are sitting there. Especially, I remember my wife um, going to the grocery store, especially when our kids were younger and she would take them with her. And so they're going into the store and they knew the spot to go to every time that you could smell it when you walk in the store as soon as they come in they have they, they're looking at all this stuff all oh, the meatballs and the sandwiches and, and and all this stuff and and dip and all this kind of stuff they cook and so my kids would go straight up to this point and they're sitting there eating these these things they look mom oh my goodness we, we, we gotta get we gotta do this for dad dad needs to get some of this oh he needs to, and i'm sitting there and when they come in they're telling me about it i mean like mm, mm, oh this is so, so it was delicious dad oh my god you ought to go there sometimes I'm like, wait a minute. Well, what in the world are you eating all these samples for? That means you not you don't want anything to eat. <laughs> you fit, you're already full. And they would say, no, 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 uh-uh. I, I just had a sample. I, had a, I just had a few samples because the sample, what it would do is it would whet my appetite. It would increase, it would get me ready for dinner. It got me ready to eat. Listen, the sample is simply to show you of what's in the land. They brought back a sample of grapes and let them know how productive the land was simply by the sample. That's why even when you do, when you have a business, you'll send out samples to see your client's response to the sample to see if they will actually purchase it from you. They went and they saw, they brought back the sample. And, and some some theologians and, and others, they talk about the grapes and they say these grapes were the size of a man's head and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I don't really believe it was that way. I believe that the grapes were some of them were large, but the, this wasn't the issue was the fact how big the grapes were. The issue is that it took two men carrying a pole to hang these grapes on the average height of a man during that time, somewhere between five and a half to six feet. Here it is. The pole was somewhere about six to seven, eight feet um, long or in width or length. And here it was. Grapes were on it all the way down to the ground. And they said, these are the grapes they're in. Let me tell you something. I don't care how many times I've been to the store, how many grapes I've purchased. I never had enough grapes that two men could carry it. In fact, if I would have bought all the grapes in the store, it would not have been enough to hang down to the floor with me and some other guy on a six foot pole carrying it out. 
So here's the thing. They were showing them and letting them see how productive this land was. What everything that God told them was there and they were able to display it. That's why Moses said, bring back a sample. I just want a sample to see if it's exactly what I remember the father telling me. And they were able to do that. They were able to do that. Look with me at verse 28. This is the, the, the spies speaking, the 10 spies. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. We saw the children of Anak there. Here, the spies gave their honest assessment of the people and the city. They gave their honest assessment of the people and the city. And it's important. It's important. It's important to be able to correctly and honestly evaluate what you see. That's important. You have to be able to correctly and honestly evaluate what you see. It's easy to skew reports or report a report's findings based on our emotions. It's easy to skew a report's findings based on our emotions, based on our emotions. So when, when you're planning and evaluating for what you believe that God is calling you to do, take the emotions out of it. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? When you're planning and preparing for what God, you believe God has prepared for you, you've got to take your emotion out of it. You have to take your emotion out of it. You see, you, you have to be sure to accurately and honestly assess where you are and the conditions of the resources that are around you. You've got to be able to do that. Always remember that this helps you understand how to proceed. If you cannot do that, you don't know what to do. So you've got to understand as you're doing that, it's answering some questions. Will you need more people? Will you need more finances? Will you need more expertise? You see, evaluating this properly enables you to answer those questions. And this also helps put you in position to do the most important thing. It lets you know how to pray. <laughs> it lets you know how to pray. You've got to understand how to pray. So you look and you evaluate these things. You're looking and seeing how it exists. You're, you're taking a report, making an assessment. But at the end, when you, whatever you look at, now it's time to put your knee work in and get down and pray about it. It's time to ask God what needs to be done. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.